Welcome to the Stream of David, and now your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David show. I am very excited today to have Taya Bootcamp graduate Nicole Henry with me. Hi, Nicole. Hi, David. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I am well as well. <laughs> so I, I love your story so much. You, you have a very, very inspiring Taya Boot Camp story. So I really wanted to bring you on to share that, and then we can discuss it a little bit in the next segment. Uh, but why don't you just start out kind of telling us how you discovered the stream and, and your path to Taya Boot Camp, what happened to Boot Camp, and then sort of bring us up to today. Okay. Um, okay. So how I found the stream. Um, I always believe that when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. And one night I was scrolling on Instagram and uh, came across one of your quotes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need more. Who is this guy? And um, I found your podcast and just started listening to you. And um, the authenticity that you offered and just your whole journey resonated with me. And you would always say, if you want to schedule a discovery call with me, go right ahead. Like, I'd love to chat with you and see if boot camp is for you. And so I did. And um, our first conversation, you were just so calm. And my thing was, like, I needed to learn techniques to connect the dots. Like, I had done multiple things up to that moment to connect the dots therapy, 12 step programs, all of them are amazing and awesome and served me well, but there was just something else that I needed. And I remember you saying like, get into the feeling of boot camp, get into the feeling of the experience you wanna have. And from the beginning, I just knew that boot camp was what I needed. So, um, the money wasn't right for me at the time. And I remember you saying like, you can manifest this money. And I believed you. And um, I remember buying your book and reading it and just more confirmation that whatever I, um, whenever I set a clear intention with the universe, it usually lines up. So I'll never forget the day that I got into boot camp. Um, it was in October. And October is very significant for me because that's when my mom died. And um, she is definitely my spirit guide now. And um, at the time that I got into boot camp, um, I was, you know, quote unquote homeless. I decided to pack up my whole house. Um, my daughter's father and I had separated and we needed time apart and I couldn't afford to live on my own. And I just remember asking one of my good friends and coworkers if I could live with her. And I knew like lining up boot camp and moving in with somebody in someone else's space that like significant change was going to happen for me because I had to take a look at what got me to that moment being emotionally, physically and spiritually bankrupt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so a major, major transformation and, and, I love to tell the story how we, we had the discovery meeting and you weren't ready to get into boot camp. Mm -hmm. And I always tell everybody, you can get in as soon as you want to get in because I, I do this every day. I talk to people about boot camp just about every day, at least Monday through Friday. And I've had people from all sorts of different scenarios, unemployed, um, homeless, <laughs> as you said, mm -hmm. um, you know, exiting uh, difficult relationships, 
uh, very fearful about, about money and things like that. And my response is always the same. As soon as you make peace with it, you'll manifest it and, you, and you'll be in boot camp and, and you will see that it pays for itself very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you came back uh, a few months later, you came back to me with a plan and I loved that mm-hmm. <laughs> because somebody, you know, I've had people say, well, why don't you just put me in for free? And I have right. done that. I have put people in a boot camp for free and they never finish. That There's an energy exchange that isn't present there that they're getting it for free. So it almost seems like they're not valuing it as much. And my boot camp, Taya boot camp is, is tough. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody that you're, you're not going to change your life the way people change their lives with Taya, with Taya boot camp without getting in and doing some work. Right. And the, the financial investment is one of the components that keeps you going while you're in there because it gets, it gets tough in there for a lot of people. But the tough part is unlearning all of the limiting beliefs that we've been taught and going back again and again and again to the things that actually increase our vibration. And when you do that, your life starts to change. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about boot camp is once you're in there for a little bit, you start to see your life changing very quickly. And a lot of people actually manifest the price of boot camp back while they're in it. And I love your story because you came to me with a plan and you ended up paying for it way ahead of schedule. And you know, I was, I was uh, thrilled to see that just for you. That it was something that you were able to manifest, not only paying for your boot camp, but your own place to live, a new car, and now you're totally self-sufficient for you and your daughter. I love that. Yes, yeah. Beyond my wildest dreams, for sure. Um, But I know that I did put in the work for it. And I remember you saying, like, you can manifest the money back. And for me, it was... um, the internal and the connecting the dots, not so much the material, which is also amazing. But um, I was just in a spot where I had been in two back-to-back toxic relationships and I'm the common denominator. And so I had to take a look at those limiting beliefs, what um, what we, you know, the language that we have in boot camp, what those transgressors taught me um, about relationships. And I always knew that it, didn't have to be that way. And um, I wanted to take a look at breaking the patterns that have been handed down to me because I knew I was worth more. I knew I wanted more, but I just didn't know how to get there. And um, boot camp was the vehicle to get me there. Yeah. And it, people go through boot camp and usually they enter wanting something to change in their life. It's not always material, certainly. Right. It it can be any number of things. And and the process changes. It it raises your default vibration. In raising your default vibration, you fear less and trust more. And in doing that, that can have an impact on every area of your life and will have a positive impact on every every area of your life. That's why I love this practice so much, that Mm -hmm. it, it, it sort of takes care of everything, especially if you really zoom out and have a higher perspective on everything that's going on in the world in your life, all of a sudden you don't need external things to change so much. You don't need more money. You don't need another person in your life to make you whole. You don't need the perfect body or a big bank account or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And when the need of all that stuff goes away and you really begin having what I call an awakening experience where you're really waking up, and you're viewing the world from a higher perspective. You're not judging the world. Therefore, you're also not judging yourself. 
Yes. And in that state of non-judgment, everything starts to change, right? Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, the, the removing the judgment was huge for me because, um, I always criticize myself. Um, I would get really upset with myself if I made a mistake. Like I had a hard time being human basically. And so, um, that harshness of making a mistake and being human was something that healed for me in boot camp. And, um, I mean, I had always learned not to judge others. And so judging, not judging myself was huge. Just like releasing myself of all of that burden of expectation and really getting into the present moment and just loving it for what it was and not putting a label on it. Yeah, I think that that's why you had such a good transformation is because you had a, a fairly, you had a good attitude toward all of this to begin with. Yeah. And you were very open to new thoughts and new ideas and new ways of doing things because mm -hmm. the Taya practice is very opposite of what society tells us to do and how to think and how to live. It's, it's you know, society is very fear-based very often and, and judgment-based. Mm -hmm. And when you're detuning fear and judgment, all of a sudden you're sort of out there on your own for a little while trying to figure out, well, gosh, how am I going to operate my life outside of fear and judgment? Can I really just trust the universe? Right. <laughs> I know I I'm, I went to graduate school and I have my degree in counseling psychology and there's there has to be, you know, a reason why that we behave the way we do. So it's like just giving it up and going the complete spiritual path for me and totally trusting the universe is where all of the change happens. Well, what I found is that everything has the power that we give to it. In fact, the stream right. says it all the time. Everything has the power we give. So whatever we find that works for us, if we're truly giving it the power, it's going to work for us. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about Taya, the reason I liked the tools, because you know, I created them with the streams guidance for myself in the first place, right. was because it was all about going inward. It wasn't about external thoughts or tools or any of those things. It was really inner work, changing our mindset and sort of rewriting, really rewriting our subconscious way of thinking. Yes. And that's what creates the default vibration is your subconscious mind because we all have a default vibration and we may read a book or watch a YouTube video and get really inspired about some new idea, especially around spirituality and the law of attraction mm -hmm. and think it's a great thing and find ourselves very stuck and not being able to really implement that in our lives. I know I was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the rewriting of the subconscious is how we actually raise our default vibration and the tools that we use in, in learning boot camp become your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're, you're out of how long are you out of boot camp now? Um, March, I graduated. So yeah, what perfect timing you graduated just in time for the whole COVID global I meltdown, know, I know, global I know. reset, global awakening. And here you are with these tools during this time. Could you imagine weathering this time without this stuff? No, no. And I, I would have absolutely um, bought into the fear of it and um, probably would have had a different experience. I mean, I, I always saw the silver lining in things, but I feel like I would have fed into the fear more if I hadn't been through boot camp. And whereas when COVID was happening, I was just not feeding into the fear. It was not something I was willing to vibrate at. 
Yeah, it's amazing to me when we have our uh, alumni calls and the Taya community, all, all the graduate groups that we have now for Taya uh, Bootcamp graduates. Everyone's thriving. Yeah. Everyone is doing well and, and loving life and, and not fixated on illness, not fixated on poverty or the economy or any of those things. And I'm so happy that we have this for everyone, for the whole world, every, everybody that's ready for it. I know not everyone's yes. ready for it, but for those that are ready for it, we have it. It's right. here. The tools are here. They work. And the community, the people that have gone through boot camp and the Thai community are just doing so well right now. I cannot tell you how satisfying that is to me that, that we have together created something that is so transformative and so powerful. Yes. And I feel like we're all like my um, go-to phrases. We're all leveling up. Like we're just whatever, whatever our baseline was before Taya, we're just leveling up and getting more connected. And, um, and it feels really good. Uh, when you said like, whatever the external is that's going on doesn't impact me like it used to. And I remember our call last week with the community and I said, it has been forever since I said, oh my gosh, that was a terrible week. Like I have not said that in such a long time. And that for me is huge. I just love not having to say, gosh, that was the worst week ever, you know? Well, you've gotten the tools now where you yeah. manifest the things that you really want. You've, you've, you know, I love the way when we get back, we'll dive into it a little deeper. I love the way you describe your life now. Mm. Thank you. Just yeah. You've got all of the stuff going on that you want is it's, you're so magical at this point that it's, yeah. it's very inspiring. That's why I wanted to have you on because it's also <laughs> inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I was not like last September to this September, not the same person, total different mindset, uh, definitely not living in my own place. And now it's completely a 180. It's huge and tremendous. And I'm super grateful. Yeah, I remember that first meeting with you. you. You were a very different person in our first interaction than you were in our second. And then certainly mm -hmm. from the beginning of boot camp until now, you know, it's just such a magical, amazing transformation. It's very, very inspiring. And, and one of my favorite uh, testimonials, because it was so impromptu, you jumped on. I think you had to go out to your car because your power was off in your house at the beach. Yes. And you had your daughter you know, in your lap and, and you just kind of came on video. You were on camera with uh, Matt and myself. Mm -hmm. And you were just glowing. Yes. It was just such a great impromptu, you know, no rehearsal, no fancy lighting, uh, you know, testimonial. I love those. It was just serendipitous the way that you just kind of popped in and, you know, without even pre-planning it, popped in on, on my show, my YouTube mm -hmm. show, and uh, just, just told your story. It was fantastic. Thank you. I feel like that's how the universe works for me. And um, it, I just was so full of excitement that I wanted to share that hope with, especially single mothers. Like it's very hard and, you know, society has our, as, as in our own classification. And um, I was able to manifest um, my job going remote. So I was able to get on that phone call with you. Um, then being able to pick, not have one option of a place to live, but two to pick from. So that was huge because I usually ha didn't have choices. It was like I had to go wherever I could afford, quote unquote. And then, um, and then my car was before getting the apartment because uh, that car was no longer serving me and I knew what I wanted because you had us do um, 
the vision board while we were in boot camp and it was just like it all was coming to fruition so how yeah, i'm glad you brought the vision board uh, i'm going to talk about that when we get back from break because some okay. people are very adverse to these things okay. and let's touch on that when we get back we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back with nicole henry Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me, to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Nicole Henry from Taya Bootcamp, a graduate as of March of 2020. Yes. So congratulations on your graduation and now you're part of community, which is fantastic. We have lots of different options. When you graduate Taya Bootcamp, you go into base camp automatically for the rest of your life if you want. And then we have community, which is an ongoing learning uh, environment. We have mastery. We have lots of things um, because Taya becomes a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And in making it a lifestyle, it's just good to have a community of support because no one else in your life really knows how you're operating your life. And so why don't you share that? I, I want to talk about vision boards in a moment, but okay. can you share with us? You haven't really told me about what your friends and family and people in your life, what have they said about you or observed in this time? Um, well, I mean, I do get about the glow. You know, they've noticed the glow. Um, being more calm. Um, physically, I've lost weight, so I, I get comments about that. And um, I don't really talk about it unless um, I know that they're open to it. Like my brothers know what's been going on with me and the way that I try to identify it with people um, who aren't so like open-minded is like, you know, I was able to find a way to heal my trauma, which basically was, you know, all those limiting beliefs. So, um, you know, the people, then I have my inner circle of people that I give Reiki to, and they're like my girlfriends. And, you know, so they know, they, my one friend, she's been through the whole process with me. So she knows that like, I'm just a different person, like that I've leveled up in my thinking and manifested my way here. And she's just very grounded. So it's just even keel with her. And, um, you know, I just feel like I have an excitement about it when I start talking to the people who are open to it, knowing that, like, they can have this vibe, too. Um, you know, just a process of getting there. Yeah, it's always interesting because I, I completely understand how people who are not into this 
can be very fearful about it and very judgmental about it. Mm-hmm. That it's a cult, that it's you know something that you're been captured by, and I like for the results to speak for themselves. You know, when you you don't have to go out and tell anybody what you're doing, but when they start seeing the transformation, inevitably people are going to ask what you're doing different, and of course, releasing fear from your life, you're more apt to talk about it. But at the same time, you're right. Not everybody's ready to hear about it because they're just so, it's so foreign to so many people, the idea of a spiritual practice, right? the idea of not having fear and judgment in your life because we're, we're raised on fear and judgment in our world, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then the whole aspect of a lot of people think that it's, it's some sort of a religion and there's worship going on and there's rules and all that. And of course, it's not like that at all. Right. But you know, all of that stuff comes into play. And then there's a much deeper conversation that needs to be had if somebody really is interested in it. And most of the time they, they sort of gloss over it. And, and hopefully your friends at least are just happy for you. If nothing oh, else, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, I hear that a lot in boot camp. that, that in one of the things we say to people when they come in is that your landscape of friends might change because you are raising your vibration, you're becoming more confident, you're becoming more successful in whatever area you want to be successful in, whatever that looks like for you. And some of your friends are going to love that for you. And sometimes some of your friends don't like that. They like the older, low vibration version of you. Yes. I don't mean you specifically, but anyone. No. I say that to everyone. Mm-hmm. And that does happen sometimes. Agreed. I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very clarifying when people... When you start to get into being more of your true self and they can't handle that for whatever reason, it's, it's very clarifying as to who your real friends are and are not. I have yes. Found. And I love when you always say, um, you know, keep your vibe high and they'll either meet you there or not. And that has worked for me a lot. Just releasing that attachment Um, you know, the people pleasing has gone away as a result of this and people pleasing ruled my life for a really long time. So I'm like, I'm not going to go down my spiral, um, you know, which is language of boot camp. I'm not going to lower my vibe because I need to people please someone to make them feel more comfortable. And, um, you know, in a very genuine, authentic way, like, yes, I love you and I want you to be part of my experiences. But I just have to pick my audience with how I phrase what's going on in my life. I think that's a fantastic way to look at it and a a great way to respond. And what I used to tell people when I first started getting into uh, Abraham, and I had already been told that I was a channel and I kept that hidden. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of testing the waters with, you know, telling people about Abraham. And I, I listened to this Abraham and she channels. And of course, people mostly were, what is that? Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I'd always say is just listen with an open mind and don't worry about so much where it's coming from, but listen to, it made so much sense to me. And I had, I already understood the law of attraction very deeply from childhood by the time I discovered Abraham. So it was like music to my ears, but so many people don't get it. Or then they start to listen to it and they stop at the whole attraction. Of course, nobody's attracting, you know, negative things into their lives. Who would right. do that? Well, right. they, they really haven't gone deep enough to truly understand it. And some people just don't want to understand it. Right. And that's that comes down to the open-mindedness that you were speaking of. That some people don't want to be open-minded. They don't want to understand. That's okay. Mm-hmm. They don't, it's not for them. You know, that's completely fine. So you, you sort of have to choose your audience, like you said, and, and respond to them kind of where they're coming from 
when you're into things like this, whether it's you know just general spirituality or, or channeling, which is way out there for a lot of people, I get that, mm-hmm. or this practice, because yeah. it sounds on the surface very cult-like, but once you get into it, it's not. But you can't, it's sort of, you can't help but be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the cult-like label can come from is because we get so <laughs> passionate about it because it brings about such positive change that it gets labeled that way sometimes. And I had to make peace with the fact that it's going to be labeled that way and, I'm, and it could be completely okay with it. In the beginning, I wasn't. I used to really tell people, hey, this is not a cult. I'm not telling you what to believe. Right. I'm not looking to be worshiped. Neither is a stream. Yeah. Uh, but now I just sort of let go of all of that. And I think if, if people want to make it a cult, they're going to do that. It's got nothing to do with me. If people want to label it a cult and, and shun it, then that's they're not ready for it. That's fine. I mean, it's the same thing as, like, CrossFit or any other fad diet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's either going to resonate with someone or it isn't. And, you know, it's that you have the tools that help um, people to heal, just like CrossFit has the tools to help people, you know, get fit in whatever way. And, um, you know, it's it's a bit extreme for sure, but... um, you know, I think it comes with the territory, like you're either going to love it or you're going to find something else. But hopefully the outcome is the same of being connected to you. You know, I feel like that's like the true gift to you and your higher self. Well, it's allowing yourself to just be passionate about something and, yeah. and allow that passion to keep you into it. I know for me, and it's interesting you mentioned fitness. For me, if I'm in the, the vibration of fitness, and I'm very passionate about it. I, I, I get very, not obsessed, but very, very passionate about something. I was very passionate about keto uh, mm-hmm. last year because keto was really helping me stay lean. I got really, really passionate about the gym until we couldn't go anymore. Right. Still, the gyms here are closed until October 9th. And I'm really counting okay. down the days at this point. Yeah. Well, the weather's nicer here. It's not 120 degrees every day. It's only like 99, so it's cool here for us now. And getting uh, getting out and going to the gym is a fun thing now. When it's super hot outside, it's, it's kind of okay to have them closed, it seems. But now it's, it's getting your mind back into that zone of that thing and getting passionate about it, if not even a little obsessed in the beginning, really gets you back into the vibration of it. It's just knowing when to pull back from being so obsessed that it rules your life or becomes yes. a negative thing. Yes. I mean, that was huge for me. You had to um, kind of walk me through that because when I got into boot camp, I was going through the modules like super fast. And you're like, girl, you have to slow it down, stop hammering, like allow the healing process to happen um, the way that it's designed because I was so passionate and I just like hit the ground running and just wanted to consume as much as I could you know, to, um, make the changes, but yeah, there has to be that, that, um, stabilization period of adopting these new practices into your life so that they really marinate and stick. Exactly. And, and yeah. that's the magic of it all is you're, you're super excited. And then when that excitement wanes, when we go through, we talk about the vibrational flow all the time. Now mm-hmm. when polarity takes your vibration from high to low, and when you join something and you make a big commitment like boot camp. Obviously, your vibration is going to be really high around it. And the modules are fun and getting on the calls and the group sessions and the coaching and all that stuff is great. And then inevitably, polarity is going to take your vibration down. And what happens in the down vibration in any process of creation is going to make or break that creation, whether it's Mm -hmm. a relationship or boot camp or a fortune or manifesting a new business or a new job. 
because the new wears off, the vibration drops, and then what do you do in low vibration and what do you not do in low vibration? Yeah. That's, that's all the difference in the world. And now that we know that that's the process of creation from the stream's teachings, the life just makes so much more sense. It really does. And it's a lot more fun to be a part of it. Um, I used to get so afraid of contrast and unwanted things and being down my spiral that I was like, you have to stay up your spiral all the time. And that's just not how life works. And, you know, I do study universal law. So it's like, that's just not what we're here for. And I loved when you said that it serves our expansion and, um, it absolutely does because I had so much contrast last September, you know, with packing up my place and like just stuff happening in my personal life that um, I was like, I never want to experience this again. And so I now having adopted the practice, don't have to, you know, does not have to get that low anymore. And that was huge for me because I grew up in a home where like everything was a crisis like and we just responded in crisis mode and i don't have to be that anymore yeah isn't it great to never have to really go into crisis mode again you don't mm -hmm. you don't yes. so yeah. i want to touch on vision board you mentioned vision boards and i think it's just funny that somebody uh, I, i'm doing a lot of discovery calls fall is the time of year where we start getting a lot of people into boot camp and they're sort of mm -hmm. done with their summer stuff and now they really want to focus on themselves I think part of it, too, is that they know they're going to be dealing with uh, family at Christmas and, right. and Thanksgiving and other holidays. And they, yes. they want to really uh, get in here and, and get these tools together before they have to have another uh, holiday season again. So um, I'm half joking about that. So the, the vision board <laughs> thing, somebody mentioned the other day that, oh, God, I heard you had to do a vision board in your boot camp. And I just laughed. I said, well, that's one tiny module out of 17. And yes. the, the whole point of the vision board is it's your own individual vision board. It doesn't have to be a fancy car and a fancy vacation and pictures of stuff plastered on your walls. In fact, I do my vision boards on my phone. I don't mm -hmm. even have it posted up. It's on my phone that I can look at it anytime, anywhere. I love that. But the idea of the vision board, all of these tools are, are individualized in the Taya practice. And some people use words for their vision board, feelings, emotions. Abundance is a very broad topic, term. Mm -hmm because it does not necessarily mean stuff. Stuff is nice, and I have no judgment around stuff. And it's interesting, especially people in spiritual circles, when you hear people start judging materialism. Right. I, sometimes you do hear that, and all oh, materialism, and it's so bad, and it's all ego, and it's awful. But we're all here and physical. Right. So there's a certain degree of quote-unquote materialism that we're all going to encounter. Now, if you think that material possessions are going to replace source connection, self-love, and just a feeling of joy, I, I can be the first to tell you that that's not true. Yeah, They do not. I, I've had all of that stuff and been miserable, and I had to teach myself that lesson. It took me 20 years to learn that lesson, but it took me that long to really amass uh, enough stuff to where I thought I finally have, you know, I have the million dollar plus house, I have the Porsche, I have the Mercedes, I've got the right suits, I've got the right shoes, I've got the, you know, the, all the furniture and the decor and the crystal and the china and all this crap. And wow, I'm still not there. I'm still not really happy with myself. I'm not happy in general, even though I have all the stuff. I remember being in my 20s, living in an apartment with a bed and a sofa and a TV on the floor. I was pretty happy then. Right. And, you know, here I am with everything and I'm not. So what is that about? So 
I'll be the first to say that the, the, the vision board is not necessarily about material stuff, but also we don't judge material things in Taya either. You can really have anything that you want. There's nothing wrong with having, but just don't expect the having to replace source connection, self-love, confidence, joy, zoomed out mm -hmm. appreciation for all of humanity, including yourself. That's what we're all about. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the one thing that I would love that you say um, was soothe the disconnect. Like, I remember our first boot camp call and it was like, why am I going for these things? And it's like, because I'm trying to replace my connection with source with ego. And like, I have manifested with ego and it's not a great feeling. Um, and there's such a difference with just being aligned to your true self, authentic self. And what I would say about vision boards is um, like it has it's just a way to um, set your goals on paper. And, um, you know, if you're into the whole psychodynamic part of it, neuroplasticity and changing brain waves and all of that, um, you know, looking at something does have an effect on you when you look at the sun. If you look at it for too long, it'll hurt your eyes. But if you take a glance at it, it's just like very warm, nurturing, loving. So um, I've always been a, a fan of vision boards for the reason of, of course, wanting to manifest. But with boot camp, it was like finally trusting that what I'm putting on paper is going to show up in my life. You know, whether that be um, better relationships, especially with my daughter's father, that was huge for me. Um, I didn't know what that was going to look like or feel like. And, um, you know, so love is huge. You know, um, I put on there my car just because I wanted it. Um, the beach house, like it's okay to want things. That's definitely one of the messages that I love that the stream talks about. Like there is no right or wrong. It's whatever's true for you. Excellent point. Excellent point. Indeed, yeah. your, your version of abundance, whatever that is. And the, and the more you zoom out and the more you do this work, the more your version of abundance transcends yes. to something very different. And then all the other stuff you can have or not, but it's not your version of happiness or joyousness, if you will. And that, that's so important. That's what I want everybody to get out of this. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, our final break. And when we get back, we will hear more from Taya Bootcamp graduate, Nicole Henry. We'll be right back. is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like there was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore, it's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice in Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting.
We are back with Nicole Henry, Taya Bootcamp success story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I, we were talking about vision boards and materialism mm -hmm. and all that stuff uh, in, in the last segment. And, and I, I, the things that you listed that really changed in your life as a result of boot camp. You, you touched on, you, you got a car, you got your own house at the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, you're independent at this point. And I love what you said to me the other day about how, because you touched on the, your daughter's father as well, how it's transcended uh, that relationship to something very different than it may have been if you didn't have these tools. Can you touch on a little bit how you, we don't really have control over how others behave right. ever. Right. But our behavior toward them does change the narrative and, and change the behavior very often. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? I think that's important for people to hear. Sure. Um, oh, I feel like what I got out of Taya boot camp that helps me with my daughter's father is um, removing the blame, the shame, um, the judgment, like it, it just is what it is. And I want to come from a place of love at all times. Um, for me, um, being up my spiral, being a high vibe is important to me. Uh, it helps me get over that poverty mindset, you know, that we kind of talked about with me manifesting um, the material things like the car and the house, but also um, a poverty lacking relationship like I just knew for me and <clears throat> it will always be this way that um, I wanted the relationship to be as healthy and loving as possible to not be down the spiral low vibing Jerry Springer show I like to say for people that you know don't really know anything about um, my my bigger goal but I just never want to be in a place of drama or trauma you know like it doesn't have to be um, it doesn't have to be a crisis so for boot camp it was like having appreciation for him having appreciation for the relationship and being in a state of appreciation always um, with whatever however he responds um, because that's where my expansion comes from. That's where my growth and healing comes from. So there is nothing but love and appreciation for him for that reason. So um, that definitely would not be possible without the tools that I got in Taya because I have de I've been on the spiritual journey. I've learned a lot, um, you know, even counseling practices. And this goes way deeper than anything I've ever experienced in my life. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, definitely. It was excellent. I knew you would come up with an excellent answer. <laughs> <laughs> All of your skills that you came into boot camp with and then you know, going so deep as we do with this practice, right. uh, you were ready for it. And yeah. I always say not everybody is, but if, if you really want to change your life and you're ready to put the work in to do it, then you're ready for it. If you're ready to release the whole victim vibe. Yes. That's not easy to do because we are taught to be victims of this society for sure. But you've got to release yeah. that because you, you're, you're placing all of the responsibility for everything that's occurred in your life and shall occur in your life on you. Yeah. And that's not easy because there's a lot of things that happen, especially to us in childhood, that we don't readily see how we co-create 
And that can really shut people down. And I understand that. There were certainly things that happened to me when I was a child that, that I did not sit and, and dream of and want. I didn't even know they existed, a lot of these things. Right. Yet I see now with this Taya perspective how they served me and how my soul was actually co-creating these things, how vibrational flow was creating these things, how the fear that I absorbed from the world around me created these things. And it's, it's not to be judged. It was just my experience. Yes. And it's all connected. Um, I remember getting the own tattoo on my back when I was really into yoga, when I first got into it in grad school. And it's like, I believe that we're all connected. I just didn't know how it was all connected, but knowing that I was the creator of what was going on in my life and wanting to change that was huge. This is a, it's a huge step of accountability. It's, and it takes like really, um, really open thinking to get that concept. Yeah. Yeah. And the magic of it is once you accept all that responsibility, now you've claimed your power. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It, mm -hmm. Once you realize, wow, I created all that. And this is now I know how I did it. And we do a lot of exploration in boot camp about that. <clears throat> now I know how I did it. Now I'm empowered to change any pattern that I want. And that can include changing my relationship with people with whom I have a difficult relationship right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. My, my partner, Michael, uh, his parents, he built a house for his parents two blocks away from our house. And right. so they're two blocks away and he moved them down and they're here full time and they're not in the greatest health. And his mother uh, is a very stereotypical 75-year-old uh, woman from New York, Italian woman from New York, very, uh, very sharing of her opinion in a very open way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think if I didn't have these tools, my, and I got my feelings hurt about things, I would probably just not ever want to go over there. But I don't mind going over there at all. I enjoy my time over there even though it's a household where, as you stated about your childhood, it's in crisis all the time. Right. A lot of health issues, you know, just a lot of things that are just, everything's very dramatized and, and um, she, she can be very direct and, and rough, but she's also very funny and, and can be very charming and has funny stories to tell and, and loves my dog. And, you know, anybody that loves my dog is, is good with me. And... <laughs> So mm -hmm. now the, you know, the dog gets excited when she thinks we're going to, we call her Nana. We're going to Nana's house. She gets so excited. That's so she goes, I think it's because they feed her so much. She's gained about right, three pounds right. since we started going over there. But uh, she's, I, I really am able to enjoy this experience with his mom and dad who are not in good health, who I probably would you know, not, they would not be people I'd be hanging out with outside of this relationship. Mm -hmm. But I'm able to have a really good time over there. No matter what kind of crisis they're in, how upset they are, I can allow them to have their experience. I don't have to try to intervene and stop it or change it or anything like that. And I can be very zoomed out so that it's not, I'm just allowing them, you know, I'm just allowing them to be them. And it's not triggering me down my spiral. And it's not something that I need to try to fix or change or judge in any way. And it's, yes. it's such a different experience than it would have been just a few years ago for even for me. Uh, huge. And like you, you definitely hit the nail on the head for me was fix. Like I was a fixer. Oh, oh, so much, um, you know, with people in my life, even in my prior career with counseling, just wanting to fix people. And no, when I went through boot camp, like I did not have to do that, nor was it my job to do that. And I'm like, 
robbing them of their experience to learn and grow. So, yeah. Yeah. No longer a fixer. Well, it's good not to not to be. I love helping people. I love giving the tools to people to help themselves is what yeah. I love. And that's yeah. what Taya is. I, I talk to a lot of people that are this broad term of light workers, people that are in different types of spiritual modalities where they want to do it for a living. And I've been able to successfully do this for a living now for two and a half years. So I, I hear from these people a lot. Wanting to know what I do, how I do it, and all of that. And the common theme that I hear very often are people who are looking to fix other people and, and quote-unquote heal other people. And what I find a lot of times is that they're really looking to heal aspects of themselves mm-hmm. and trying to shift the focus to other people rather than themselves. And I took a different approach. I, I worked on healing myself. I created a set of tools that allows me to continually work on healing myself because I'm certainly not perfect and and I know I'm not going to be. And what I created are tools for people to turn inward and do their own self-healing and and moving their vibration where they want it to be and and changing their lives in in that process. Mm -hmm. And it's different than the whole, I'm going to, I'm going to heal you. You can't heal anybody that's not willing to heal themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I, um, I give Reiki and, you know, I, I always ask if someone is open to it first, if they're, you know, unsure about it. But I do come from that place of like, I can't fix you. I can't heal you, but I can show you like what's worked for me. And, you know, in that, um, with being a tire graduate and raising my vibe when I give Reiki, um, you know, I do connect to source and I'll get divine messages and I'll share them with people. And it's, Strictly for the fact of that it's, you know, divine guidance and hopefully it will help you on your healing journey. I think that's perfect. Yeah. And everything, the, 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 the truth is, and I love what the stream says, there's no one size fits all anything for this world. We're all here on our own independent journeys. We all bring in endless other existences into this experience through our soul connection. And we're all manifesting something that's unique and, and one-off and independent and there's no one size fits all. I would love to say that Taya is the answer for the whole planet. Yeah. And I do believe that these tools could help anybody on the planet, but the planet's not ready for this by and large. The, the planet is not ready for this set of tools and this level of accountability. Not everyone. And that's okay. Right. People, people can be healed and transform and, and, and uh, change their lives with, any number of external tools if they choose to use those as long as they're giving it the power right religion can work uh, yoga can work uh, anything can work uh, there are atheists that that find their own internal tools and, and a lot of times i, I it's kind of funny because I, I i hear about atheists that meditate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. right yeah but it, it's it's sort of like they're calling it something different they don't see it the way we do, that they're allowing their source connection to be realized. But that doesn't make me right and them wrong. They're having their experience. Mm-hmm. But it is amusing when you hear someone say that they're an atheist, but yet they do like to sit quietly and, and meditate and, and just sort of be present in the moment and things like that. Um, you know, They're believing in something. They just don't know how to label it. And yes. to me, that's not really being an atheist. An atheist is you don't believe in anything. Just you know, I'm a, a lot of times people call themselves a realist. Right. I hear that. So I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then their version of reality can be very cynical. 
Yes. And I yeah. see that when you don't have the ability to zoom out to a higher perspective, it's so easy to be cynical, especially around the topics like politics and things like that. It's very easy to be cynical about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you zoom out about it and you don't really feel like you have, you have to give any power to it, then you don't have to be so cynical about it. Yeah, like it just is. It is what it is for you, and it is what it is for me, and it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to get into arguments. Uh, no. You don't need to be right. Right. Yeah. I love that. I don't that. need to be people, right. People want to argue on social media sometimes about certain things that we post, and I will usually just say, have your experience. Namaste. <laughs> you know? Yes. If yes. that's what you want, that's what you should go be into. But I, I never understand people that, that don't like what we post and then spend time pushing against it rather than going and finding what does work for them. Mm-hmm. But it takes all kinds out there, and that's what social media is all about. And I'm you know, very active on social media, just spreading the, the Taya message at this point. But mm-hmm. it is interesting, the, the, the things that you see out there. And, of course, TikTok has been my, uh, my newer uh, avenue to reach people. And I've reached a lot of people on TikTok. There's a whole yeah. spiritual are. Are you on TikTok? I am, yes. And I watch your videos. So there's, it's, it's a little different. My TikTok videos are different because you have one minute to go mm-hmm. in and I'm long winded. So having a minute, I need this hour show. Right. I don't need a minute. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing how much uh, attention some of those videos get. You know, 250,000 plus views for some and then, you know, under a thousand for others. It just depends on wh- what I don't know. I don't understand algorithms and all of Me that. Neither. I just go on and teach what I teach and, and people mm-hmm. can find it or not. Uh, but I've definitely reached a whole new group of people just being on TikTok, and we've we've got people coming into boot camp now from TikTok. I love that. You said yeah. that the other day, and I just love it. I mean, like I said in the very beginning, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives, and like if it resonates with you, it's amazing. Like you've tapped into what your solution is. And um, I feel like at some point it it will resonate with everybody. But like you said, you have to be willing to take that accountability and do the work. You know, it's, uh, and like you had said in the beginning about the exchange of energy, like I, I was not, it wasn't about having to pay the money. It was just, you know, having that poverty mindset, but knowing that I was worth the investment was what was my driving force into getting into boot camp. Um, I don't know, just all around was a great experience and it, it vibed with me from the very beginning. So I just, I knew I had to get into boot camp. <laughs> and you did. And, and yes, I the did. Transformation that happened. Well, mm-hmm. it always, it, it comes down to belief. Mm-hmm. And the thing that always gets me is the people that just can't, they, they can't invest in themselves that way. Right. And it's a lot cheaper than a car and a lot cheaper than a car, a college education for sure. And I've had many people tell me that it's, it's up being more valuable to them than both. So yes. it, it just depends on where your priorities are. And you have to believe, you know, if you, if you believe something's going to transform you, there's no price that's too high. You'll commit to anything if you truly believe. But right. that's the thing is the belief. Yeah. Well, we have run out of time. It's been so much fun talking to you, Nicole. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your Taya Bootcamp journey. Thank you, David. I had so much fun. Certainly. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. Namaste. Bye.